It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life real magic and this is awakened wellness with your host ruby transformational life coach yoga practitioner and the queen of happiness sharing her unique brand of functional logical and life-changing wisdom to help you achieve an aligned balanced and vibrant body mind and soul thrive not just survive and now your host ruby Welcome everyone to another episode of Awakened Wellness. This is Ruby and today we are actually doing an episode which is a follow-up to an, an earlier episode that I had done on good digestion. Uh, and this kind of follows in line with that thought process where we are talking about digestion, but here more specifically we are talking about gut health. So today, we, the, the, the topic of this particular uh, episode is improving gut health. Um, what is leaky gut? It's a term that is increasingly used in the health circles. We want to understand why that happens. What are some of the symptoms if you are suffering from a leaky gut? And how does it impact our life? Um, and briefly, I'll touch upon why is it that we are seeing more and more cases of people really having a lot of issues with their intestine, with their stomach. So that's our episode today. Uh, if you'd like more information or if you'd like personal support in your life-changing transformation, um, I'm here and you can find me as your partner um, get in touch with me at www.everydayloamagic.com or you can use my social handle, Socially Ruby, and find me either on Facebook or Twitter and get in touch and let's see what magic we can bring to your life. So let's begin with this show. It's a really interesting show, this nutrition and what we do, um, what we eat is a very important part of my personal transformation because growing up, I really had no idea of the impact that my food, my habits um, had, you know, what, what changes it would have in me and how that would actually stay with me lifelong. So there were a lot of things that I did. Um, which I can't take back right now, but it took me years to rectify as a result. And interestingly, um, food, nutrition, wellness is not something that we focus on when we talk with our kids uh, growing up. It's not really a part of the conversation, or at least it wasn't a part of the conversation for my generation growing up. 
uh, we didn't really uh, pay too much attention to it. It was um, it was much later in life when I started uh, having all these issues when at the age of 28, 27, 28, I started having weaknesses and um, headaches and um, you know, irregular uh, menstruation that I really started studying and looking up, why is this happening to me? I'm too young. This, this cannot be that I am having these issues right now at 20. And I wish I had known some of this stuff if, uh, you know, I really did hope that I was taught some of this stuff in school. But no harm done, we're here now, and health, wellness, um, nutrition has become such a big part of, uh, uh, you know, the, the fitness industry, the wellness industry. A lot of people are waking up to the sciences and um, the, the, the wisdoms of, of this area. And we cannot talk about health and wellness without really um, talking about gut health. Because in a lot of um, philosophies, you talk to any nutritionist, you talk to any fitness trainer or advisor or health professional, they'll always tell you that the gut health, the quality really determines the quality of the life that you're leading. The gut health tells a lot about how you are going to be in the next five years, 10 years, what is the path that you are looking at as far as um, you know, predictable diseases are concerned, your lifespan is concerned, the quality of life is concerned. A lot of it comes down to gut health. And um, so we cannot talk about health without really talking about gut health. So the, we, we, we all have noticed that this whole conversation around digestion and gut health has really come about in the last couple of decades. It's really taken taken hold. And that is largely coming to focus because of what we are eating, uh, the type, not only the type of food that we're eating, but how much food we are eating, um, what is our lifestyle, um, and what is our nutritional intake. That has drastically changed, and it has increased as a result it has increased the number of cases that are reported as unhealthy cuts or that there it has increased the number of illnesses that are directly linked to um, this the intestine the gut um, so I mean when I was thinking about well, I was making notes and I was thinking well what are some of the diseases that you really can link with um, you know, your gut, your intestine, your digestive system. And strangely enough, when I started making that list, this is, this is a wide range of issues, diseases that can come up. I mean, you have the number one killers. You have, you have obesity on that list. You have arthritis. You have fatigue. You have irritable bowel syndrome. I mean, these are, if you, if you look around, these are common um, you know, symptoms, these are common illnesses that most people have. So, so obviously science has also found a link between the quality of the gut health and the diseases that have been on the rise over the last two decades. 
So leaky gut, that's, that's probably a term you've heard before. If you haven't heard before, well, you're hearing it here first time. You know, leaky gut is the most, um, it is a result basically of a persistent inflammation that exists in your lining. Um, and it and it basically what it does is that as um, the integrity of the lining goes away, you have these tiny pores that form in your intestinal lining, which shouldn't be there. And as a result of those pores, molecules larger than usual, you know, they kind of pass through the barrier. And what happens is that when they pass through that barrier, enter directly into the blood system, your immune system is not used to having these complex molecules floating around in the blood. So what it, what it does is that it thinks that it is some form of an infection and it starts attacking, your body literally starts attacking the, these these molecules that are in your blood. And actually these molecules, you know, they, they are, so some of them are nu nutrients which haven't had the chance to be processed and broken down. So um, they've flown in. Some of it is just toxins that flow in. So the body does not distinguish between, you know, oh, this is a nutrient, so I shouldn't attack it. Is there a way to send it back? No, it's none of that. I mean, if it's in the bloodstream, if it's senses something that's in there that shouldn't be there, your immune system is going to kick off and it's going to start attacking your own body. And that's essentially what happens. And that's why leaky gut um, is such an issue because um, A, it weakens your intestinal lining. So your intestines are not doing what they're supposed to, which is breaking down the food and absorbing nutrients and kind of, you know, passing along the nutrients into uh, the proper channels. In addition, over time, you know, you'll, 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 you'll find that the body, because it's incapable of really processing the food that, that's coming through the intestine, it you know, the, the pores get bigger and bigger. The, the, this issue of molecules passing through this barrier that shouldn't be your immune system going on, on high drive and just attacking everything that's coming through. It really creates a havoc in your system. Um, so here are some signs that kind of hint towards poor digestion or the hinge towards an increased amount of toxin levels uh, in your gut. So you can listen to these signs and kind of think, you know, judge for yourself whether you do have a leaky gut or do you have like an increased amount of toxins? Is your, um, you know, stomach, your, your intestinal lining, is it in the, in, in the best of health or not? Uh, you can take a call for yourself because a lot of times we think that uh, we're just suffering from indigestion or a chronic indigestion, but it's actually more severe because it is leaky gut, it is the buildup of toxins, and it's actually, if we don't address it, it's going to further deteriorate, it's going to further cause more problems. So you want to catch it as soon as possible so you can work towards reversing it.
So here are some signs of poor digestion and increased toxin levels in your gut. So clogging, you know, clogging of the channels, congestion. You know, you you are constantly either feel that when you're trying to go to the loo, you feel that there is that heaviness, there is that uh, clogging feeling, and you aren't able to um, be regular with your bowel movements. Um, you constantly have low energy. It does not matter how much you've slept, whether you've eaten, you're rested, not rested. You, you constantly find yourself having low energy uh, or lethargy. You know, if you're a lethargic person, um, it's not, it, I always say this, lethargy most of the time is not a behavior. It's not laziness. A lot of the time it's got to do with your gut health. It's got to do with the, the your intestine and how they're doing. Um, because leaky gut actually um, devoids you of nutrition and causes a havoc on your immune system that in turn causes a sense of lethargy in the form of low energy and this uh, unwillingness to really you know, do anything and you just want to sit because you have no stamina. Indigestion. If you have constant indigestion, you, you want to double check whether you have that leaky gut or, you know, or um, the food that you're eating, is it, is it building up your toxic levels in your body? Uh, loss of taste, skin conditions, so either constant breakouts on your skin, um, eczema is another example. See, your skin is a living organ. It's the largest organ in your body. And the skin is also the space where first you, it's the first signs of any kind of imbalance. So when you get breakouts, when you get these pimples, which are not normal or they just, um, you, you have these, you know, like allergies. Where, where do you first see them? You see them on your skin. Your skin tells a huge story. So extreme dryness of the skin or any other kind of skin conditions break up. These are all uh, signs that there's something possibly wrong with your gut, with your digestion, with your um, intestine. So, there are a few factors, man-made factors, as I would like to call them, man-made factors that contribute to leaky gut. See, largely, um, leaky gut, I mean, it's, it's not hereditary. It's not like, you know, your grandparents had it and so you will have it. No, this is self-inflicted. This is a self-inflicted wound. And we create that environment within our bodies that allow our intestine to be insulted in the way that it does get insulted. So there are a few inter a, 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 um, factors that contribute to leaky gut. First is heavy use of antibiotic medications. Now, this is not to say we should not take antibiotics or medication. Of course, we do if it's prescribed, if it's needed. Um, if we are unwell, we do take them. But if you are a person who is constantly on some form of antibiotic or some form of medication, it creates a havoc in your system. So the, it, it is one of the contributing factors. So you may want to talk to your doctors 
Uh, if you do, if you have those signs that we talked about, and if you suspect a leaky gut, you want to talk to your doctors and see what's the best way to balance medications and what are the changes you can bring in your food so that you can still continue to take your med your gut as a result. Uh, diets in, you know, diets which are high in refined carbohydrates, sugars, and processed foods. Now, I, I don't want you to become immune to what is being said about processed foods and sugars and refined carbohydrates because these are the core contributors. More than any other reason why we get leaky gut, these are the core contributors as to why a lot of people are facing issues, a whole range of issues that we talked about, diabetes, obesity, um, arthritis. These refined sugars, refined carbohydrates, uh, processed foods, they really create a havoc in the intestine. They attack the good bacteria in the intestine. They destroy the good flora that, it, that needs to be present in your intestine so that the nutrients can be broken down, so that the food can be consumed and processed the way it should be. Um, so if you are a person who eats high refined carbohydrates, sugars, chances are you're, you're going to see the symptoms that we talked about. Um, diets which are low in fiber. You need fiber uh, to process food. Um, if you suffer from chronic stress, for example, it will create a havoc in your system. Um, Infections, you like we talked about medication. Obviously, you're taking medications because you're you're chronically sick, or um, you suffer from you know constantly you're getting this infection and that. So all of that is creating a havoc on your And particularly nowadays, with our generation and our, and and the next generation, um, we're finding that. Leaky gut, one of the other contributors to leaky gut are wheat toxins and industrial seed oil toxins that have come about as a result of, um, you know, these, these hybrid seeds that are being used, uh, the amount of pesticides that are going in growing these crops, and the way that these grains or these oil uh, seeds are being processed, all of that combined is um, giving us a product. When we consume it, it actually is dangerous for the body and it has a high amount of toxins. And that toxin buildup contributes to leaky gut. So that is, those were a few factors that contribute to a you know, uh, or aggravate the situation with our intestine. So when we come back, we are going to talk about what do we do next? What is an awakened way in which we can consume food, get our nutrition? What are some of the easy daily tweaks that we can do uh, to ensure that we start our journey to reversing leaky after this. You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, 
Real Magic. And we are back. Um, so now that we've identified or we've talked about a few reasons why, uh, what is leaky gut, how does it happen, how does it impact our life and uh, the diseases that it can cause, and some of the signs and symptoms um, that may hint towards leaky gut. We're going to talk about the more important thing, which is what's the easiest practical way to start our journey in reversing uh, leaky gut if we have it. Improving gut health is actually very simple. Um, here are a few practical things that you can do. Maybe you want to uh, take a few immediately and make those changes. But remember, this is a self-inflicted problem. So no medicine, no external um, input is going to really change anything. It's up to you to change your habits, your eating habits and your nutrition habits. Um, it's completely in, in your control. So some of the things that you can do quite simply are eating diverse foods. Now don't, um, this is important. I know you've heard me say before, or if you've read anything I've written or my blog, I always talk about just diversity in the type of food you eat. Um, I always promote eating seasonal foods and eating locally grown now, this is not necessarily for environmental impact reasons, although that, that is a part of it, but largely seasonal means eating the foods and the fruits that the earth is providing to us. We're in that environment for that season, and it has all the nutrients that the body needs for that particular season to face any kind of allergens, any kind of bacteria or viruses that naturally occur during that season. So eating seasonal food is important from that perspective. And diverse food, why? Because nutrition, nutrients are found in balance in nature. And if you only eat one type of food or one vegetable or one fruit, what you're essentially doing is only kind. You're, you're only eating certain kind of nutrients. So you are purposefully not consuming the other nutrients, and so your body gets deficient. So although the earth is providing you a diverse, by bountiful set of food, you're choosing to eat only one, and then your body doesn't get the other nutrients. And what's going to happen to the body? It's going to go in balance. So eating diverse foods. Eating lots of vegetables, legumes, beans, and fruits. You've heard this before. Fruits, vegetables form a very important part of, again, the nutrition, um, the range of nutrition that is needed. The minute you don't eat all the fruit and veg, you don't include lentils, you don't include beans, you're missing out on nutrition. Fermented foods. And this is this is important because fermented food has the good bacteria that is required by your gut. So if you have a healthy gut, you naturally are obviously consuming these things so your gut is in balance. But if you're trying to improve your gut health, then somewhere you've got to replace, you've got to replenish 
the good bacteria that's missing from your gut, right? Which is why all these problems are happening. So fermented foods uh, like sauerkraut, like kimchi, like um, Indian yogurt, which is um, sour, these are good additions to your daily intake. Um, I would always recommend eating these foods, although there are uh, um, drinks that are available in the market, capsules that are available in the market, which are probiotic, and they give you the same bacteria. Um, if you can, go with the natural stuff, go with sauerkraut, cheese, and your um, uh, uh, yogurt, uh, Indian yogurt, which is a sour kind, plain yogurt. These are just, I prefer them because they're natural, but there is no harm in taking a good quality, good brand uh, probiotic drink. Just make sure that any kind of probiotic drink you're taking should have zero sugar. If it has any kind of sugar or artificial sweetener mixed in, you're defeating the purpose of having the probiotic. The other thing, the next thing that you can do to improve your gut health is eating whole grains. Remember we talked about one of the culprits being refined um, and processed uh, sugar and carbohydrates. That's where this is kind of trying to come back. You, we want to eat grains. Try and eat whole grains as far as uh, possible. Now, I wouldn't like, I mean, if you can and if you do, buy the best quality flour and make bread at home, great. But if you don't, you want to try and get, again, the best quality whole grain uh, bread, if bread is your go-to food, can give you to improve your whole health, uh, gut health, is keeping in mind that 90%, if you can't go 100% vegetarian, keep in mind that 90% of your food should be a plant-based diet. So I, I'm one person, I will never recommend or push someone. I'll recommend it, but I'll never push someone or force someone to say, oh, you've got to be vegetarian and you can't eat meat. Each one has its own decision to make and taste. And, you know, I mean, if you can balance it, you can balance it. But what I will say is that if you can look at your daily intake and 90% of it is plant-based, which means, you know, your veg, your beans, your lentils, your uh, fruits, if 90% are these, these um, foods, you're doing fine. That is the ratio that is required to really reverse and really maintain a healthy uh, gut. So these are some of the very simple tips. These are not like... Um, uh, challenging things where you have to go go out and find, you know, these complex diets and all. No, just in your home, when you're cooking today's meal, if you've cooked a piece of meat and you're setting the plate, remember, 90% of that plate should be fruits, vegetables, beans, lentils, and 10% should be meat, not the other way around. Start there and see how it goes. Also with fruits and vegetables, Especially with fruit, you want to eat the whole fruit. The whole fruit is better than fruit juice. So just a side tip. Um, you know, from a spiritual perspective, 
um, food should, you know, eating food, getting nutrition should be a holy experience. It should be a very intimate experience. It is what we are made of. Our physical bodies are nothing but what comes from the earth, the food that we consume. So as a, as a person consuming something, we must kind of take in from a spiritual direction that the minute I am nourishing myself, I'm connecting myself with not only the earth, but Mother Nature, all things past, present, and future. You know, um, eating should be more than just satisfying hunger or indulging uh, your taste buds. Um, it is it is a connection that your prana, your life force, makes with the physical matter, which is food, and the whole process of converting this physical matter into yourself. That that's a deep spiritual connecting process, and that's what you should you should be. Um, that's about you should feel. It should almost be a meditative process where you are so focused and so aware that this is happening. This is exactly far away from where we are in our life right now, isn't it? It's all about rush, rush, process food, what, what can I grab and go? I've got this meeting, that meeting, you know, that drive, this drive. Um, I'm going to kind of lay out certain, you know, uh, treatments for ourselves. How are we to treat this entire exercise of eating food? What 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 should the food eating habit look like? So, a few things. First of all, meals should begin with a quiet, calm, respectful. The environment, your head, you know, your your attention. You should. There should be a grace in in you starting to consume um, food. Uh, food should be eaten in a quiet place without distractions such as television or, you know, reading or excessive conversation. It's you and the food. Choose your food well. You know, um, ideally take in warm food. Avoid too many cold um, food that you want. If you want to take cold food, take it at the end of your meal, not at the beginning of your meal. Uh, water is great, but drink small amounts of water during your food. And you should try and rest for some time after you consume food. You shouldn't like eat and rush here and there. Like that should not be done. Allow the food to settle. Allow the food. Uh, allow the process of digestion to begin. Large meals should be taken at noon. So your lunch should be the largest meal because that's where. Uh, the sun is the highest, and in Ayurveda, uh, the digestive fire is what uh, fuels digestion. So largest meals should be in the afternoon. And do not overeat. Proper eating begins, if you begin pro proper eating with a sacred experience and you, you get into this meditative process, you, you, you'll, you'll find that you're not going to overeat. If you don't rush your eating, you're not going to overeat. So... With that, I hope you've got a few uh, things that you can immediately take away and start to not only reverse your gut health, but also maintain your gut, gut health because the quality of your gut really does dictate the quality of life that you lead.
So I'll see you on um, my social media. Get in touch. Again, you can find me at Everyday LOA Magic. You know, reach out and let's see what we can do together. Until the next episode, guys, have a good one. See you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.